Friday. It's that time of the week. Hot boy, Shane, Gabe. We're here. It's final Friday. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Gabe is in the house. Hi. Hey. That's me. Gino so like Mike G. McGee. The best. Yeah? Every movie I watch by this guy, I absolutely love. Both Rise of the Scarecrows movies. The movie he wrote? Yeah. Uh, the movie Cop. he wrote, The Amityville Cop, enjoyed it. And now this, he directed Satanic Meat Cleaver Massacre. I fucking love I mean, this you movie. definitely like love the Rise of the Scarecrow yes, movies. You can like this one. There's just something about the characters he writes that are so iconic. Like <laughs> for like the low budget characters. Like I remember these guys. They're very memorable. I think Uncle Gary in oh this my one. God. Uh whoever Pete plays. Yeah, dude. Uh Pete was the dad. He, he was Gino's dad in this. Yeah, so uh Gino's grandpa. Grandpa, grandpa. Yeah, you're Gino's right. Gino's dad Sorry. is the drunk. Yes, yes. I meant, uh, yeah, it's Gino's grandpa. Yeah. So good to see him again. It really I'm was. So happy. To I just want him to talk about coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he walked outside, he was going to be like, fucking brats. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Damn kids Damn throwing kids. shit on my lawn. <laughs> you're right. Uh, McGee is, he is a man of untapped talent. Yes. Because, man, can this guy write some characters. I literally love that. Like, like, this plot can absolutely fold uh, and absolutely collapse on itself. Yeah. It's got more holes than Swiss cheese. Swiss? Swiss. Swiss, Swiss knife. Um, Sweden? But, man, he can write a fucking character. That's a, that, And that's the thing. Like, with this movie, there, there's... <laughs> the, the way it is, it's like... Some of the twists are obvious, and some of the twists don't even make sense. <laughs> but the characters make you, like, they keep you engaged throughout the entire thing. I like, just want to say, this twist <laughs> made zero sense to me yes. whatsoever. Yes. But, <laughs> dude, just have it. I'm so glad Uncle Gary went as far into this movie as he, he did. did. Uncle Gary was legendary. Oh Absolutely God. legendary. <laughs> did they film this in, like, the same exact spot as rise i mean i don't know i know like from the looks of it all of the movies he films are in like the massachusetts area it looked exactly he, he absolutely recycles name from the rise series because uh you know he well he uses his own name yes then he calls uh, one of the other detectives his name like detective adams from the town of adams, adams yeah and then he uh carmichael because pete carmichael from You're rise of the scarecrow right. i even think i even put that together he's just, he's just recycling names which it's and good. i it's literally the same movie. And there's also <laughs> slightly different. There's also plot. a Scott the in the first movie. one too. You're right. He's one is. of the top. He's one yeah. of the. I think he's the third the, of the friends. Yeah, that that come into Adams looking to camp. And he has all the two friends in there in this yeah. one. So that's so like going back to Rise of the Scarecrows. Like you have like obviously Pete was iconic in that movie, but then you have like oh you got the tomatoes here. Oh, you mean like Rufus? Yeah, Rufus. Mm -hmm. the, and like there's always that guy who's like picking on someone yeah. and that was Gary here who's just a yeah. complete shithead. There's also like a random so pedo in this movie. <laughs> I I love I, one thing I like about this movie is normally when you have like the writer, he's like a pushover. The writer, Gino, gets in people's face. He, like, grabs oh, the yeah. pedophile. He's like, I will literally cut you, you Assault bitch. Assault and battery the whole movie. <laughs> this guy was, this guy was, uh, he was a rough and tough journey. He's like yeah. a New York City reporter, this yes. guy. You know in a like, small town. I like the, the little side plot. Gino and the fucking girl that worked at the newspaper. Oh, my God. She wanted to, like, 
She wanted bag. to jump his bones. Fuck him so bad. She wanted to slip her way to the top. She's like, you know, my, my family's out of town and like I have a pool. <laughs> He's like, well, you're you're 19 and, and I'm married. <laughs> See, now I wonder if he like, if he knew what ended up happening to his wife, would he have done it? Oh, yeah. He was so against it, the, the whole super cult, secret cult society, which his wife was so obviously in on it the entire time. Yeah, obviously. Like we said, so there's like a bunch of murders in this movie, basically. A lot of people fucking die. Because there's a lot of characters. Yes. Uh, The whole thing is Gino's family has a secret. And once his grandmother dies at the beginning of the movie, the whole family gathers together and they're they're there at the wake, which is literally, I think, in someone's living room. And it's the funeral after party. What kind of a family has a funeral after party? I don't know. Maybe that's a thing. We just don't do it. I just don't like the words because parties like you're celebrating something. Well, no, some people do I, went, I once went to like an after wake thing. Oh no, they have them. I'm just saying the way that they verbalized it as a yeah. as an after party. It wasn't more, a party. More though. of like a family <laughs> get together. Yeah. You know? yeah. There was like sandwiches and stuff. Yes. Yes. It's not like. But this is a very dysfunctional family, as we yeah. see. They all hate each other. Half of them are beating their spouses. So there's, like, this guy, Scott, whose wife asks for, like, $100, so he chokes her in the kitchen. <laughs> not only he fucking <laughs> straight decks her. I mean, he gets, he gets a bill for $2,000 in the mail. You're going to say you're not going to beat your wife over a $2,000 <laughs> bill? I'm this guy's working in the meat factory, which is the only reference to the meat cleaver <laughs> massacre I could think of. That's a good. I didn't even put one and two together. She doesn't even kill with a cleaver. What, uh, she, that was, what was that? No, it was a cleaver. Was sometimes psycho. that was a cleaver. I thought it was. I, th- I thought it was like a little shifty knife that you really rarely see or hear of what it is because of the way this movie cuts. There's uh, a scene where I think it's. The girl that's sleeping with Tyrone, her hand gets cut off, yes. and it's literally, you don't even see the motion, you just see her hand hit the ground. Yes. That, and I'm like, this movie's fucking wicked. <laughs> There's also, like, you see, like, blood on the cleaver, and then two seconds later, it's... It's there's gone. no blood on the cleaver. Yes, there, there, there's 100% a lot of that. <laughs> That's okay. Gino's working with what he can. It, the thing is, <laughs> like, like Massachusetts, we said, for crying these, out there's, loud. Uh, there's, uh, there's plenty of problems. The characters are what makes these movies, and that's what Absolutely. I stand by. It's why I, we like you guys like the playing with dolls series. You literally get off on the voyeur. I sure do. <laughs> we'll talk about them again in when is that? A couple weeks. Yeah, couple it's weeks. coming up, and by coming up, uh, literally next week. Like, I don't know if it's like it's, it's it's a mix of the quirkiness of the characters, but also like the fact that you know that these guys are just not actors or actresses yes. that blend well. Some of these people you'd be like should be nowhere near a video camera, yes. and and it just fucking works. I can't explain. Keeps you on your toes. I at no point wanted to take my eyes off the screen. Yes, I was so engaged throughout the movie, That's, and it was an hour and a half. Yes, which is perfect runtime. Yeah. I hate when these go longer. Yeah. Like, what was it? Like, wasn't it Human Zoo, which was an hour fifty or something like that? And no, I wanted it's... to blow my brains out. Like that. Keep it to an hour twenty, hour and a half. And if you don't have the budget to do all these cool things, make your characters interesting. Yeah. This, like you said, the effects not good. It's just body parts falling, the the ketchup packet blood sprays, stuff Literally like that. Incredible. But, yeah, I mean, like, I just want to keep talking about this, this dysfunctional family. Me too. You, Me too. You, have, you have Scott, who's definitely uh, an NFL running back, and then you have Uncle Gary, who is <laughs> Morgan Wallen, <laughs> Riley Cooper. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, he is. 
to not use any of the words he uses. He's just flat out racist. His daughter has a. a yeah, I, me, I love. It's also, it's just so funny that the black boyfriend's name is Tyrone. It's of course it is. It, of course, of it, course is. it is. Yeah, of course it is. It, it's, it's really funny, though, because, like, Uncle Gary is everybody's Uncle Gary. <laughs> if you have an Uncle Gary, you understand what we're talking about. He's like, you ain't going to bring that here. You ain't going to taint the family. He's like, I'm going to kill him, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> what does he call him? Darky. A darky. Oh, yeah. And then he legitimately calls him a monkey. Yeah, it's Which wild. was fucking sick. I, I, like... I burst out laughing, like when I when he said he just said it so blatantly to his face. He says it like in public. Yeah. Oh, there's another Uncle Gary scene I fucking love. Uncle Gary's (laughs) at the bar, and just that weird guy who shows up from time to time. He's like, "Hey, can I can I get a dollar or something for a beer?" He's like, I'll suck your dick for a dollar. <laughs> oh, that's Wayne. Yes. Yeah, you're the guy who's pumping up. He's like the neighbor who yes. just creepily waves. And then when the police come in to take Uncle Gary in for questioning, Wayne's just like, he said he would suck my dick for money. <laughs> I love it. I love how Gary has this, like, this ginormous rap sheet. He's been arrested 11 times. How is he still not in jail? Dude, because they're like, uh, like child pornography. Literally. Sh- human trafficking. <laughs> Assault, like it's yeah. all like major things, and uh, his character is basically like he's, he's. I feel like his wife was the only like nice person in this movie. <laughs> she was I so know. like nice, and Uncle Gary is this like mean old racist dude. Yeah, he's a big boy <laughs> that too. never wants to work ever. No one works. Like the sister's boyfriend also didn't work, right? So he gets his head cut off and put in a trash can. Oh yeah, the the biker guy, the biker guy, yeah. Like, no one in this movie besides Gino, like, has a job. That's true. Which is probably why the cult chose him out of the whole family. Now, like, uh, and you have the, uh, so he's going to be doing some detective work. Then he meets up with uh, the Detective Dwyer. Right, yes. Uh, detective Dwyer. This guy throughout the movie thinks that, like, Gino's involved. Yes. But we that's because, plot twist, he's, he's involved. involved. So he's always the cop. Yeah, it always is. The, so... Just to say who's involved, it's uh, the cop, Detective Dwyer, his wife, and Scott. Scott's the one actually going around killing everyone. So what was the family secret, though? Is the family secret just they're in the cult? Yeah, it's a, it's a cult. But, but it's a, it's, a, it's a, oh, apparently like a, a legitimate secret society. It's like the Illuminati, right? Yes. That's why they have like the, the, the rings, almost like the Freemasons. Yeah. yeah. Which apparently they just wear out in public. So it's not just this family, the cult. Is everyone, is but the family is part of it, which is the secret, which is why I think some okay. family members couldn't find out because when they start telling other family members, that's why they start dying, right? So yeah, they didn't I, know about it. I guess because they knew that with his position and maybe who he was, he would not be involved, but yeah. they got his wife involved, which yeah. was super interesting and weird. And Yeah, that, well, they did say she was in it from the beginning. Like, it was all like a... they. Planned out his life that oh, he would they, marry they, her. They, they kind of gave yeah, her, yeah, that yeah. is right. So they almost like gave her away. Here's here's my other thought though. So like basically the whole thing is like what brings them together is that the grandma dies. Yes. So someone is going around killing members of his family, members, people in town. So there's really no like specific yeah a thing because there are like random people that do die oh, that just get in the way and die. The killer has got a mask on that's very visibly a the, mask, a mask, but it's the grand, it's, it's the grandma, a mask it's of the grandma's lady. face, yeah. Um, so here's my thing. This guy is getting dreams that his grandma is coming back or like killing, like, or uh, some kind of weird threat to him. And then like the murders start happening 
and he's just like remembers that his grandmother was known for being like uh, me a mean person yeah. back in her heyday. Even maybe like rumors of her killing kids. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's like not mean. That's just like kind of a crime. Yeah, (laughs) just slightly a crime, unless you're a celebrity, allegedly. That's fair. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Thank you. But like, it's crazy. Like, there's there they. It's funny because the homeless guy that Gina writes about being a pedophile is the only one ever affected. By their crime in this movie. Yeah. Because, like, Uncle Gary's rap sheet, he's still out there. The grandma was just eating kids, Elizabeth Bathory, essentially. Like, no one cared. Yeah. And if this is a crossover and a part of the, the community from Rise of the Scarecrows, the sheriff back then, who did die in Rise of the Scarecrows, yes. is now working as a uh, a clerk <laughs> in the office who just hands a folder and is never seen again. I, I do love... Uh, just these little cameos yeah. from Rise of the Scarecrow. Oh, if you if you watch the movies, what a welcome treat it is. I was waiting for fucking Sheriff and uh, no, uh, Deputy Brown to Brown, just walk in. Incre- yeah, if you watch Rise of the Scarecrows first, because you'll appreciate this movie even more after watching Rise of the Scarecrows first. It's such an iconic movie. It's cr- still to this day, it blows my mind that like we watch Rise of the Scarecrows when it came out in like 09. Yeah. Like how your dad found that movie for us to watch. There, I don't think there was a Tubi back then. There wasn't. Your dad actually, didn't he like, did he get through Netflix, the DVD? He rented, like, he because he, he used to do Blockbuster and, and Netflix when they used to mail DVDs to your yeah. house. I think you must have rented it. Yeah, I don't know so, how, I don't know. Did he have like a watch list and like rec, recs from all like Tubi, like low budget movies that he just kept like getting all I these recs? like, the movies we like antisocial behavior, uh, um, delirium, small town folk. These are the movies that created this podcast. Yes, yes. Haunted boat, Haunted. acts of death. Oh, that whole like uh, uh, series. What, what was the main one we started with? Um, oh yeah, uh, last house in the woods. Last house in the woods. That's the one with the fucking pus bubble popping. Did you see that one? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Your dad started this podcast. Literally essentially, sick. literally sick. But yeah. but yeah, so my my whole point was like, this cult is either extremely supernatural and is somewhat like devil mm-hmm. uh, is devil worshiping, and it must be like supernatural. Mm-hmm. Why is he getting these dreams? Yeah, that I don't know. That I could not explain. I also like Disney's like. There's one killer. What is the driving factor of this killer killing everybody? Is it just because that helps with the cult? Just like killing people a part of their ritual because they, they're killing a lot of people and it, for me it just like didn't come together at the end so what what i think is he was killing the family members that were knowing about like the secret that's why as soon as like gino talks to his grandpa about the secret he gets killed his fucking kids walks outside and gets killed <sighs> gets chopped up shane his fucking kids throwing shit on my lawn mm-hmm. uh, the scarecrows is good ch- what, what is this, lasagna? <laughs> Good to the last drip. <laughs> to an Al Gratin. What's an Al Gratin? <laughs> he had more of a script, I feel like, Pete, in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because I'm actually, oh, I can't say 100 because I don't know. I feel like 99% there was no script for Pete. I'll go I'll go 100. <laughs> 100 Dude yeah, was riffing. <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell's house. <laughs> Good to the last drip. It's so good. I fucking love it. Now let's talk about the bowling alley scene. Please. Because as much as I love this scene, it starts off really dumb with those two girls going into the bathroom and getting murdered. And you're like, oh, 
But then you realize the bathroom was next to the pool table they were playing at. Mm-hmm. How did no one hear the murder happening? I yeah. Think like, how many people die in this scene? 20? Because there's the two <laughs> girls and there's the two guys, which are unrelated to the family. Yes. Both die. Yes. It's actually, isn't it? Yeah. And then the whole family gets murdered here, too. Like Uncle Gary, uh, Leprechaun. Um, Leprechaun? You talking about Nelson? Dude, that you're gonna tell me at the, the, the weight top hat? he shows up in the top hat and the green suit, yeah. he didn't look exactly mm-hmm. like I a know. leprechaun. They all get murdered. Yeah, which I didn't even think of this. The best part of this scene is Uncle Gary keeps using his family members as human shields. Oh my god, it's popped so hard when he threw that whatever that chick was. His, his daughter. Oh, was, no, his daughter was dead already. Oh yeah, his wife like has a human shield. He's <laughs> like take her. And then he dies five seconds later. Yeah, but at least he used her as a human shield, and we got at to least laugh we, about we it. We got a good amount of him. Like that's the thing. Like Rise of the Scarecrows, you do get a. You, they do kill that guy Mike like halfway through the movie. Yeah. You wish you had a little bit more time with him. Agreed. But uh, you had a lot of Uncle Gary, and it was oh, so great. There's also like this bowling alley worker. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, I forgot. It. Yeah, they, they get. She was getting hit on by another worker. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my yeah, God! Yeah. He, uh, he 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 he's like, yeah, no, I get it. You can't go out with me. Fine, you just like bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I love that. Like, every time you bring up another character, I'm like, yeah, that guy was great too. He was great. And then he goes to fix the bowling, like the the issue with the lane, yeah. and gets fucking crock topped. I, I I was thinking we were gonna get like a a cabin and uh, cabin fever vibe where the guy's bullet the head will come through the bowling ball uh, area. Do you remember at the campfire in Cabin Fever where they're telling that story about the oh, killer yeah, at the bowling yeah, yeah. alley and the head yeah. was still smiling and the and the balls? I was thinking that we we're gonna get a reference to that. That's for a, a second. classic. Could we were no, Cabin it's, Fever? It's too high budget. We yeah. could do that on the A show, hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, be on the A show. Yeah, it'll be on yeah, the A, a show. show. Yeah, I'm wearing a freaking Top Gun hat for Christ's sakes. Okay, you think you're the Top that. Gun? I'm tired of this. I'm also like sitting above you guys now, which feels nice. You feel you like know, a pharaoh? I'm tired of this like little tag team you guys got going on, oh, and I will not continue to <laughs> leave here. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, one more thing I want to refer uh, mention before we kind of like talk about the end of this movie. Um, I talked to you guys about this off air, and if anyone watching can give me an answer, was Gary's daughter recast from her first scene to when she died? Because she starts off as a blonde and she ends up as a girl with black hair, and I could not tell if it was the same well, girl. Well, if they did recast, I think Gino McGahey did a great job of trying to disguise it because they did a lot of very crafty camera work. Because you don't really see much of her. You don't. You don't. But and I do know what you're talking about. Because the hair color is completely different. Yeah, it so is. I am just super curious if she was recast from scene to scene. Like, I need to know. Maybe she just did a quick die. Like she was in two scenes. Just wait. <laughs> I need to know. I just need to know. All right, so let's talk Illuminati. Who's in on it? The government, the FBI, Hollywood, everyone. Who's that guy that brought people to his island? Epstein. He's Illuminati. He's probably in the cult. Illuminati had him killed because he got captured. Everyone knows that. Just like everyone knows, pigeons are not real birds, but security cameras controlled by the CIA. So this is what I, this is my thought about pigeons. Honestly, yeah, please. I think so. When like, do you know like rappers? Yeah, you know like a lot of them are involved in like gangs, gang yes. activity. Oh, I thought you were talking about like you know, food rappers or something. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> oh, bless that you. That joke made me sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think when they get shot because of their violent gang activity, yes. if I didn't mention that before, uh, they are reincarnated into pigeons. To walk the streets in New York as punishment for being in the rap game? No, because they, that's, think about it. They, they soar, they fly, and they bop. And they bop hard. They do bop. Oh, kind of like a. Is, it, is this your pigeon? Yeah. Yeah, because you ever see pigeon? They're just like. Yeah, I get it. What a great bird. So next time I see like a chubby pigeon that's like Biggie or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I literally see them all the time in New York. So I literally, they're everywhere. And they're honestly incredible creatures. Pigeons? I love literally them. love you ever pigeons. throw like a piece of bread at them? Well, they wouldn't go for it because they're not real. <laughs> It's true, they're cameras. You trying to mess up their hardware? <laughs> All right, so the cult, let's, we'll just talk some cult stuff. Gino is eventually uh, taken with the police officer who reveals he's part of the cult. He has this, like, skeleton ring. He brings him to a giant bonfire. Yeah. Everyone starts unrobing. It's his wife. It's Scott. It's Scott's dad. And what they need is Gino to sacrifice the other cop that's there so Gino can join the cult. Yeah. Oh, it's, also Carmichael, his boss yeah. from the newspaper. Carmichael's there. He had, a fake, he had to, like, fake his own death. Yes. <laughs> so Did fun. we bring up the guy he's, like, sort of feuding with? Oh, uh, should we newspaper? talk about Geiger or Geigner? Geigner? Is that his name? I, it's Geigner, I think. He's pissed because he has to write about sports. And he wants to do some real detective yeah, work. Yeah, he wants to write about the murders. Yeah. I didn't even mention it. It's so irrelevant. Yes. Like he just constantly gets upstaged it's by... It's just another character I thought Gino. I'd point out. Yeah. Shane, you're I, working at a newspaper. Do you want to work the hard cases or you want to cover like softball? Whoever pays the most. Well, he's covering softball and he's not happy about it. You think softball pays? Uh, softball doesn't pay. Yeah, But you know what they say, Shane? Mo money, mo problems. That's true. More responsibility. Yeah. 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 Mo Mom. I feel like you're you're a hard hitter guy, kind of guy though. You want to dive deep into the pigeon society. <laughs> I do. I kind of. So you're saying I'm Geigner? Yeah. Just just trying to get a the the big story. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. He gets murdered in a parking lot. He does. He does. Yeah. It's another because death. he dove too deep. He was getting in on the secret family, and that's why they had to kill him and get rid of him. Gino <laughs> McGee's work is revolutionary. It like for low budget, it is like Gino McGee to the horror genre is like a locomotive to steam. <laughs> that it's <was> so good. <laughs> I want to meet him just to say thanks. <laughs> like we need to thank this man, considering he has like our favorite like low budget movies. Like if he's like, yo, you guys like be in my next film, but you got to do it for free. Would you be like in? in. Yeah, yeah. For like yeah. zero dollars, because like literally, I don't need to be in it long. I just need. I to just want to die. You just need to get. I want to die in a Gino movie. Yeah, it's a dream. I just want to die to like a no audio <laughs> kill, <Incredible>. a stabbing, <laughs> quick. I just background like there's like a gunfight. I'm a background character who just gets shot. <laughs> just need it. I need you to be a hokey character that like. Sells cantaloupes on the side of the street or like... I got some cantaloupes. Run, run, <laughs> you're like a toothless guy that runs a oh car wash. God. Wild. So yeah, let's just get to the back to the end. Uh, the, the cult reveals itself. Gino, being the upstanding writer that he is, says he will not sacrifice this guy. They kill the cop that they were supposed to sacrifice. And then Gino just runs away. Literally runs away. Yeah. <laughs> 
run straight to the FBI, who oh. they clearly, oh clearly God. told him the FBI is in on they, it. They, they literally tell him he still goes there. <laughs> and the, This and guy couldn't make it any more obvious. Well, too. considering the movie, last shot, he's like, tell me more. <laughs> like a ring, fucking vampire. The ring is yeah. right there. And like fucking zooms in on it. And it's like, Finn. Okay. I appreciated the ending. I, I thought it was hilarious. Four, three, oh. two, I mean, it's, it's in, one. It's, it's so easy. Up. It's an easy thumbs so up. So easy. The guy's work's just brilliant. I mean, I, like, it's what are you so do? funny. Like, it, I love it. It's so entertaining. Like, when I'm watching movies like Robert the Doll, Human Zoo, just the trash of yeah. trash, like, low budgets, I can't wait to watch, like, one of his or, like, even fucking the, like, the Playing With Doll series, like... I haven't recommended all of them, but they're so better the than like. The thing about his movies are they're so rewatchable. Yes, like it's insane. Dude, yes. I could watch Rise of the Scarecrows for the rest of time, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going. To. And you know they, they they for how many times we've seen them and rewatched like those most famous clips from that movie, they never get old, stale. No, they're always hilarious. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to think of what other movies we've done here. That have that kind of like rewatchability. I'm thinking like Hawk Jones. Um, I Hawk Jones. Hawk I, I think sure. that Velocipaster's got a Velocipaster, lot of rewatchability. Definitely. Uh, oh, Camp Blood series. At least the first three movies. I would say, yeah. I don't know. I, I could easily watch the first three Camp Bloods. I haven't seen past the first three, but they were all rewatchable. Oh, I don't can't remember what you guys felt about for me. Flying Ryan. Fan, oh, Flying Ryan's a, a, a gem. Fantastic gem vehicle. of a movie. Uh, Wolf Cop was another good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. We got to watch another Wolf Cop. We got to watch the sequel. We do. We got to get uh, to that. Well, we're going to be talking about some wolves pretty soon. Soon. Not yet, though, because next week <gasps> we're going to finish the Playing With Doll series. Oh, fucking We finally. are going to do Cry Havoc starring Charles Bronson, a.k.a. Robert Bronzy. <laughs> this man. Do you think they actually, incredible. like, end the series? I don't know. It's the last one that's come out, and they left it on... The usual, the movie didn't seem yep. like it finished filming. It's every so, everyone. Uh, we'll see. I'm assuming there'll probably be another one, but as of right now, the series doesn't have any more. And when the last one was made in what, 2018? Or 2020? 2020. 2020. So. We'll see. Guys, be a bunch of lawyers next week. Come in. Come Watch in. Us. Tune us. in. Watch us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Final Podcast, Final Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram. Find us on Twitter as well, Final Podcast, X. Final Pod ever. Oh, X, you're right. We're it on is on X. X. Shit's crazy. <laughs> Wild bro. out here. We'll see you next week. Shout out, Gino. You're the fucking man. Gino! It really is.